Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Tonight we have a special guest, the true parable, and a mother inside. Please join me in welcoming Stella Cavan, also known as Mama Cavan, tonight. Thank you. Hello, Mama Kevin. How are you doing this evening? Good. Thank the Lord. Very, very good. Now, I'll tap into some questions. Um, last week, Mama, you had um, tapped into the topic of God's will. And in my personal walk and earlier experience as a Christian, understanding God's will can be quite intimidating. How can you bring comfort or a better definition of accepting God's will? I would say usually to really know God's will, a lot of times I put out a fleece. I say if such and such happens or whatever, then I will know that it's been confirmed by you. So many times that is one of the ways that I, after praying and waiting on God and then tell him that, and then usually it would come out exactly how I, you know, he intended for it to be. And then I know that one thing about God's will, it's not going to be encouraging us to do something fleshly or something we shouldn't do. It's going to be something that's spiritual. That's true. Now, we've been on the topic, we've been speaking about grief in the past couple of sessions. And Mama Kevin, you've lost your parents, siblings, husband, two children, grandson, niece and perhaps more that I'm, I'm not aware of, where do you find your comfort? In God and in the past, the things that we have enjoyed. And as I said last week, I don't put myself in positions. In other words, I know uh, my daughter, she uh, would sing songs that I love very much, she and my son both. So there's sometimes I don't turn those on. Okay knowing what it's going to mean just like the funeral i have i have not been able to just sit and listen to it because i knew it was going to start me crying and go back in that mode so i don't do that anything that i feel is going to cause me to feel downcast or anything i stay away from that i try to think about the happy times we've had and yeah. the things she's done for me and then while i'm thinking about them i'm thanking god for her being with me as many years as she was, she was only 53, but a lot of two people don't have their children that long. And the fact that she was saved. Yes. And she took me on trips and she gave me a birthday party and dinner and all. So I try to 
focus on those things, not only her, but my sister, she was right there for me. So all those beautiful times we had together, rather than sit and listen to the funeral and all that, I listened to the Lord taking me back and reminding me of all the wonderful things that I made my life such a wonderful, wonderful journey, and I appreciate it. Now, um, speaking of, you know, the griefs and the loss that you've experienced, sometimes we could tend to be our own worst critics. So should we set like a personal time frame or expectations for grieving? Uh, not necessarily. I don't really. I don't, uh, as I say, it, you know, just sometimes I could be sitting in church and like I say, she would sing or uh, Ronnie would sing. And so when I was sitting there and the song would come on, it just came from nowhere. I was not uh, thinking about her or anything. Yes, so get yeah. up and I go out in the room and or go out in the back. I used to go in the back and just cry and then come back and everything would be okay. So I don't, I don't plan that. I, right. I, and if, if I, I just don't do that. And I did go out one time and, you know, they let uh, balloons up or something. And I did that once, but I don't, I don't do, I don't participate in that personally. Okay. And I don't think anything's wrong with it or anything. Right. That's the way everyone has to grieve the way they want to grieve. But me personally, life is so precious. And think about this. Here I am with all my children and how blessed I am to have them. And so they need a mother that is able to help them through. So if I'm sitting around downcast, feeling bad all the time, what is that going to do for them? True. And I'm setting an example, even as a saint, that, you know, you come to me, you can't talk to me because I'm sitting crying and I'm so down and out and all. That doesn't show a whole lot for my salvation. So not everybody, like I say, you all, everyone grieves as they want to grieve. And I would not feel bad towards someone if they felt that way. But me personally, I'd rather be more positive in my thoughts and more able to encourage others to look to other ways to make your life happy. There are so many hurting people and, yes. and hurting yes. children. And, yes. and, you know, and I want them... I was uh, saying the other night, I said, I want them to remember Sister Cabin, or I was saying Grandma Cabin, that she loved me because that is a thing that's lacking in the world so much now today. And so I, since part of my love had to leave, I can take that and put that on someone else. True. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Mama Cabin, because you spoke about giving back and helping others in their griefs or troubles, could you say that that's part of the healing process as well? For me, it has been, absolutely. Uh, someone that is doesn't have any children and they're in a rest home or their children, you know, uh, mainly they don't have anyone to come to go and talk to them and yes. kind of take them a little gift every now and then or things like that. It, it just really, I enjoy it as much as they do. Right. Seeing them happy. Right. Not my giving, but seeing them happy and being able to feel good, you know, about some that someone really cares. So I enjoy that. And children the same way. 
I enjoy them doing something for them that'll make them happy because many people don't have these things. That is very true. Mm. Now, I have some questions coming in on the chat, Mama Kevin. Mr. 313 asks, is that how you keep depression from setting in? Probably that. I, yes, I would say so. I would say so. Yes. Is to be happy doing for others instead of focusing in on myself. Because after I finish being depressed, then what? Right. <laughs> Where do you go from there? Where do you go? Exactly. And the, if the <laughs> devil knows that he's getting a, a, a headway on you, the more he's going to depress you. And I was thinking the other day, uh, it came to my mind uh, concerning my blindness. And so I was saying from time to time, I said, oh, I wish I could see to do this. And so I feel like the Lord just costed me and say, no, don't don't say that because that may sound like you're kind of complaining a little bit. Mm. Just say, uh, Lord, would you help me so that I can do this? Will you help me so I can do my laundry? Don't mention the fact about, I wish I could do that. I mean, though it is desire, but every time something comes up that I can't do, all I have to do is ask. He has the grace for me to do it. And that's what I want to be more positive in my dealings with him. So how we think and how we process things makes a huge difference on how we develop and how we handle certain situations. Absolutely. 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 And we... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. Please. I was just yeah. going to say we we have to choose to be happy. We have so many blessings. And I was thinking about how the, uh, the enemy will make us focus on the fact that I, I'll just take the blindness that I can't see. But he's overlooking the children that I have that are so precious. <laughs> Each one of them may not be, you know, just exactly what... Uh, uh, save or whatever, but they're still each still precious and right. willing That's to right. help me think about the saints. How you know, I have friends, I have you, I have I had Annette, I miss her, but oh, yes, she was a great, 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 great comfort to me. And so, someone else will probably, and I have another young, uh, young sister that is very precious to me. And so, I mean, he re- he replaces it. It may be different, but it's still a fulfillment. Nevertheless, it's not exactly the same as that. And it doesn't have to be, but it's enough to make me happy and for me to look forward to hearing from them. So, I mean, he, he's just wonderful. Whatever he takes away, he brings something in just as precious or even more so. Amen. Carrie Ann had a question, Mama Kevin. She said, what would you say to someone who wants to give back the love but can't seem to at the moment? That would like to give? Would like to give back the love, as we spoke earlier, giving back to those who are in need or grieving. Um, right. You know, a way right. of just, you know, sometimes I find that a distraction too, you know, right. a, a way to not focus on the negativity but help someone right. else. But her question is, what would you say to that person who wants to do that but can't seem to at that moment? The scripture that I keep in mind, even in sitting here now, without me, ye can do nothing. So mm-hmm. if that is where I start. 
And that has been the fulfillment of my life is to keep God in the center of my life. I can't do these things. Maybe some people can. They know how to rebound. They go to uh, psychiatrists and psychologists and all that. Maybe they can do that. But for me, I recommend God get a relationship with him and he can put the love of God and lay somebody on your heart or bring somebody in your presence that needs you and you click and he can do all that there. I mean, he's unlimited and he knows the time, the place, the situation. Maybe we didn't even intend to go there. Maybe we went into a store and met someone and we just began to click like that. And before we know it, we had a good relationship going on. Maybe that person needed someone like you or something. So that's the very first thing. If you're, if you want to do that, then get a connection with God first and ask him to fill you with his love and for you to be able to totally commit yourself to him. You can't have reservations. Well, I don't like her. And I, no, 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 no. Just wherever you lead, I will follow. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate Carrie's question. Uh, she mentioned that, you know, at that moment, um, we just recently had a loss, you know, of a great friend, um, as you mentioned early, Sister Annette. Um, with all the losses in your life, Mama Kevin, what would you say is the most grievous? I know for me, uh, you know, I, I, I'd rather be to myself. I, I'd rather stay away. Communication at that moment is just not an option. Um, so I could understand Carrie's question, but with all the losses in your life, what would you say is the most grievous um, part for you to deal with? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I couldn't say because with the recent, it it was uh, Angie and Ronnie that, that, was, that was very... Grievous and my grandson, Ron Jr. But see, they're all recent. But when I was going through those different periods, like when I lost my uh, Mother Moon's sister, which was, she was very dear, dear, dear Mm -hmm. to me. That was very rough. And then back when I was very young, I lost my sister that was very, very close to me also. So. It's just certain periods that I would have to put it in. I couldn't say that that was greater than that. And my mother, of course, that was great also. So what advice would you give to someone um, who just had a loss, that great loss? What advice would you give them uh, for that particular moment when the news shocks them? What what advice would you give? Yes. Go to go to go to God, and just weep. I know at the funerals, I just wept. I really yes. did. And yes. when it was at a certain point, I just had a good cry. And then whenever it comes on you, sometimes you know, like I say, you're not expecting it, but something is done. Go. It's 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 good to go and cry like that. It's okay but to cry, right? That's absolutely. But just don't put yourself in the position. Where right. I'm gonna go out to the, you know there and do that. Don't do that. Just get on your knees and pray and ask God to give God. Just give me more grace. This is rough, difficult, but you promised to take me through. So in the meantime, before as I say, there is a time span where 
there's no one that is replacing them or anything like that. Right. God is the one. Go to him. Pray to him. Read. Go if you have a church to go to, go to your church. Make sure you, you're faithful there and faithful to God. And it'll work. It'll work. He is, there's nothing that he can't do for us. He's our everything. If we just learn to rely on him, and then everything else goes out from there. So he's yeah. all I have. He's he's our all in all, really. I yes, mean, he is. He and is. for every situation, yeah. every situation, not just That's our leaving, but mm -hmm. salvation is beautiful. Yes, it is for every situation, and that's true. It really is. Whatever the situation may be, he is able to fulfill it. May not do it today, but if you just wait on him and spend time with him and do keep doing what you're supposed to do, then God can help you. Amen to that. Um, I hate to be redundant on this, Mama Kevin, but what would you say to someone tonight who's listening? Um, and we do, uh, unfortunately, have individuals who are hurting. Um, what would you say to someone who's with a wounded heart? Not necessarily a, a, a grieving moment in the family, but someone who has been wounded. You had mentioned, you know, we can turn to God. But uh, let's say that person has been disappointed in a church setting or has uh, failed God. What would you say to that individual who's hurting tonight? My main thing is, number one, is to realize who God is, how much he loves us. I was thinking of that even yesterday about how God, you know, okay, take a person that is rich, they have all the money, they have all the children, have everything, and you're out there poor and don't have anything, and they're saying, come on in my house, I, I'll, I'll take care of you, I'll do this, and you say, no, I don't want to do that, but I'm saying that to say how, that's how God is, He's, he says, come, come unto me, <laughs> I have, he has everything, everything we need. I'm going to do everything for you. And so that's all I can recommend is to build a relationship. And a lot of times we may say it, but in our busy time, we don't really stop and spend time with God like we should. And I found that even now that I, now that I have more time, it is so much sweeter. I, I can, he can go back to things that, you know, he shows me and, lets me know about situations and all that. It's so much sweeter. So the first thing to do, even if in your grieving, is go to God and get a relationship with him like you've never had before. And then he can take you through from there on. You can go to him and tell him, I feel thus and so. I don't want to feel that way. Do you know that he has grace to take that away? <laughs> he just got all the grace that you need. He, yes. just pilot, he, doesn't, he doesn't say, well, that's all you get for today. Now tomorrow <laughs> come back. He's not like that. As long yes, as you thank stay, God. <laughs> you can stay before him all day long asking mm. for grace. And he'll just keep giving you more and more and more and more. He yeah. never runs out. He's never tired mm. of you coming to him. None of those things. So that's what we have to do is develop a relationship with him. And then when we get to where we are, where it should be, then he's able to bring those people in our lives because we're going to be a, a blessing to them rather than tearing them down and making them, oh, yeah, it is bad. No, he wants us to be up so we can bring them up to the point where we are. 
Wonderful. Mama Kevin, uh, you have been an awesome, awesome guest. I, I just appreciate you, your stand, uh, what you stood for. I, I mean, I highly honor you. I'm so glad that you were able to join us tonight. How can we better improve wounded hearts, wounded churches? How can we be better? How can we better improve wounded hearts, wounded churches? Oh, I think you're doing a good job. I think the most important thing is after all is said and done, God is the answer to get a relationship. I mean, it's more than, it's just easy for us to go to church and sing and pray. But I mean, that at home relationship with him, there is no, there's nothing like that. That is where it is, is in those quiet hours and spending time with him and letting him tell you and show you things because things we don't understand or things we don't know. But he gives you the understanding and lets you know just little things that, you know, he brings to me. I just appreciate it. Just like I said with him telling me, you know, don't don't say that. Do, Do it this way. And it makes him. Everything improves if we follow what he tells us to do. But the main thing is your will, you've got to get rid of it. You can't have it how you want it. You have to have it like he tells you to have it. So that's the main thing. Get a relationship with him. He is a wonderful, wonderful Savior. He has everything we need. He'll give us anything we ask. But if we don't ask, if we want to be downcast and everything, if we don't ask him, he's not just going to come and dump it on you. That's not the way his, his way. He yes. wants us to come to them, him. Yes. He said, ask and you shall receive. And people feel like, well, you know, I'll ask for money. I'll ask for a car. No, ask for these beautiful virtues that God has that he wants to bestow upon us in order for people to see him and want God, not us, want God to do the same for them. Right, right. Well, I appreciate that, Miss. Mama Kevin, um, I believe our time cutting it short a little usually passes a little longer, but he's more of a professional than I am. <laughs> so I let him have that. But thank you, Mama Kevin, so much for being a wonderful guest and for being a part of our mission. And I would like to thank you, our audience, for being part of the healing process tonight. Our team at Wounded Hearts and Wounded Churches appreciates and loves you, but yet there is one who loves you more. Having a broken heart can be a very painful experience. Jesus wants to mend it back together with his love. We look forward to seeing you next week at 7 p.m. Have a good night. May God bless you.